Don't mind me right now. I'm in my head. I think I'm overthinking everything. Ever since I had that conversation yesterday, I'm overthinking everything. I should do it. I should get out of my head right now. Get out of your head. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the One Life Podcast. This is Mike M to the I to the C. I am with the lovely Diana from Social Holic. How you doing, Diana? Hey, y'all. We are in the elevator, y'all. We're going to the top floor. We're doing something a little different today. Um, we are actually... I don't even know what to call it. Diane and I just going to have a conversation. Um, yeah, we thought it would be nice to have one day just to kind of talk about the show and what the focus and purpose is and just kind of just talk. Exactly. And, you know, um, it's interesting because yesterday, and I'm, I'm in a different mindset right now because yesterday we had a, we had a conversation. Uh, we had a production meeting. You... Carlos and I and um Carlos the Woo. Yeah, Carlos. What's up? Shout out to Carlos. Um he's not with us today, so it's just Diana and I. But uh yeah, we had a production meeting yesterday and it put me in a mood. It did. Not a not a bad mood. Hmm. It put me in it just put me in a different I don't even know how to describe it. Um because it wasn't bad. But it it just brings me to the topic that I want to talk about today about um people putting you in a box, right? Um the other day we had a conversation, you and I, and we was talking about feedback mm-hmm. and something, I said this on the last show that I really don't like feedback, right? So, I, and that's why I, I chose this topic today because I wanted to elaborate more on that. Um, and it's not that I don't like feedback from people, but for me, feedback, ty- a typical, typically, <laughs> Someone would give you their opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a d- huge difference between someone's opinion and constructive criticism or feedback, right? There's such Especially a, someone that's not maybe a professional in the field or right? just kind of, you know, saying what they think and their own personal feeling. Right. So so when, whenever someone does that, and, and like I said, typically majority of people, they always give you their opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And we all know about people's opinion, right? Everybody's entitled to their opinion or whatnot. But like you just said, if, if they're not in that space or in that profession, like, and I, I don't, well, you know what? I'm, never, I'm just going to be myself because that's, that's part of what we're talking about today on sugarcoat shit. Like people's <laughs> opinions just don't mean shit. Like it has no value. Um, is is cool from certain people. Um, there are people like my mentors that I do listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to everything they say, and I don't believe anybody should listen to any like everything everybody says. Right? Like it's okay to take little things from people, right? And that's what I do. Um, that's why even like when I you know say I do motivational speaking, right? I don't I don't really give advice. Like, I, t- I like to have conversations with people. I like to talk things through. Mm-hmm. And that's why you always hear me saying, you know, having a healthy conversation can change everything. Because if you're just having a conversation with somebody and you're just talking it through, you know, whoever that person is, you know, as you're talking it through, you can, something might click in their head and be like, oh, you know what? You said something that made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not really advice. It's just really getting them to think through it talk through it, kind of walking through the steps, you know, or the process. And typically, you know, the conversation, that, that great conversation um, turns into something great. Yeah. I don't like how I said that, but. 
Are you overthinking? <laughs> I am. And see, that's another thing. Like, I'm overthinking. Maybe like, you put yourself in a box. Okay, so actually, I, I sort of did yesterday, mm -hmm. right? But, the, but this, is the, this is the great thing about what happened yesterday after our meeting. Um, I was at home, and I remember I told you I was supposed to go to the boulevard and meet a couple of people, right? And um, I, I actually did do that. But on my way there, one of my friends called and said that, you know, he was actually leaving because the boulevard— well, I think on Thursday nights they do like a farmer's, farmer's market. Right. So he said one of the really a lot of people out there. So he said he was just going to head on. But I already had pulled up and um, he was already getting in his car and leaving. So I was like, all right. So I was in a mood. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go home. But I didn't. Something kept me there. And I sat in my car for about a good minute and a half. And I said, you know what? It's a nice day. I felt I was in a mood. And it goes back to what I was what I always say about my playbook, right? I always do something to get you out of the mood. So I went into my playbook and I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a walk. So I just ended up walking down the boulevard and I ended up um, running into a couple of friends that we know, um, Jess and Diana, mm -hmm. and just hanging out with them for like the next couple of hours just really took me out of my mood. So, but earlier I was in a box and so when I, whenever I say don't let nobody put you in a box, you know, I also mean, you know, don't, don't let yourself put yourself in a box, right? Because typically when someone is in a mood, like if they're at home or whatnot, you know, it's still that negative energy, that bad vibe, like it's still, you got to get out of your environment. Mm -hmm. So I was, when I was walking down the boulevard, I was actually happy that I got out of my environment because it, it totally put me in a That's different good. mood. Right. And even like having a conversation with Jess, Jessica and uh, Diana, um, it it made me focus on other things and other things that's important. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it was just a great conversation. We ended up, you know, hanging out and just having a good evening. Um, so I, I did put myself in a box, um, but I'm glad I got out of it because I just went to my playbook. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of times people... Well, I'm being a bad host. I got my phone on uh, <laughs> <laughs> noise. Uh, but, you know, a, a lot of people, they look at me, right, and they always think that I got everything together, right? And it's like I don't. Like, I'm human, just like everybody else, right? And for me, I get, I get in my moods, you know, because I'm human. Like, I feel, I feel everything. Um, I think but, you're passionate about a lot of stuff, too, and when – you feel like it's not being, I don't know, read the correct way. You kind of get a little defensive over it. Right. But, I mean, that's that's normal, right? Absolutely. That's, that's normal. Everybody has that feeling. And, and I do I do, do that, um, especially about something that I am truly, really passionate about. Um, and, and that just goes to, like, my whole point of this, like, don't let nobody put you in a box. You know, um, I did a video about that maybe a month or two ago. Um, I was actually talking to a good friend of mine who's a, a music artist. And um, we're just having this great conversation about how we never, neither one of us had a nine-to-five job, right? And we're talking about how people, especially like a music artist, like, right, she's, she's really labeled as like a pop artist. But she's done R&B, she's just jazz, she's done hip-hop. And she, her and her brother own their own music label and they're very successful. Um, they're really like top charts, like out of the country. Um, but, but even for that, we was talking about how 
every time she goes into a studio session, like the producer, they always try to tell her, oh, no, stay in your lane, stay, you know, mm. just doing pop. And she loves music so much, like she loves our genre of music. So she never allowed them to do that to where all her records are different. She has a jazz record. She has a hip-hop record. She has an awesome. R&B record, right? And they've all sold, like, great numbers. So that's why we were talking about, like, never let nobody put you in a box. Because even as an artist and me as a creator, like, I've always been the same way. And it's just a, it's an interesting conversation because I've been the same way. And even though, like... People that we know may give us feedback or try to say, hey, you should do this. We we know the intentions are good, right? And there's no, like, ill will or, you know, no malice to it. But as a, like me as an artist and a creator, you know, I know what I want and I know what mm-hmm. feels right. And, um, like, I was talking to, you know, another friend of mine the other day who's an, uh, an actress, and her mom was telling her she shouldn't, like, like she looked at some photos or something. She's like, her mom said, like she shouldn't do photos like that or whatever. But it was really like that's her look. And I was even telling her like, hey, you know, you can't even let your loved ones like put you in a yeah. box, right? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure like even you as a you know business owner and you know um, I consider you a creator too because you're really good at you know bringing people together, doing events. Like, has anybody ever tried to put you in a box? Well, I think. Um just taking the leap of opening like my own business was um, hard for some of my friends and family to swallow. They were like, you know, what do you mean? There's no benefits in that. There's no 401k. What are you going to do when you, you know, want to, you can't retire and mm-hmm. um, do you even know what you're doing? And it, that was like, I was like, I don't care. I'm still doing it. Like I'm still going to work nine to five or whatever until I can get to the point where I can do it full time, which mm-hmm. is what I did. But uh, a lot of people, like, even when I became an officiant, you know, and people were like, you're going to be a minister like you? You know, it was like, right. Have yeah. Have you seen my IG page? <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, private. But, like, Diana and eventually events is not the Diana in her right. private world, and that's okay. And I, I like that I have two separate, you know, personalities or identities or whatever. Um, but, I mean, of course, people thought I was crazy. I mean... Half the stuff I probably have done, people have probably were like, oh, my God. I think it gets to the point now, though, to be honest, Mike, that people see me now and they're like, oh, there, you know, there she goes again. Kind of like it's not a shocker anymore. So um, just going back to, you know, le- allowing other people to put you in a box is just. I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel again. I mean, people always have opinions. Mm. And for people that, for me, because I love helping people, it bothers me because if if you give the wrong opinion to, like, someone who's just starting out being an artist, like, that can really hurt them. And ruin their entire career. Exactly. And that's why I, I, I try to tell people, like, when you're doing something, don't listen to people. Just do it. It's okay if you make mistakes. It's okay if you fail. You're supposed to. Well, that's right. why I told you when you said about the podcast and, and Socialholic, and I wasn't really telling anyone. Um, I like to move in silence. And, I, and that's one of the reasons why is because – I don't want outside opinions or feedback or or even now that it's you know being uh, published on you know and stuff. I'm still like I don't ask people. Mm-hmm. They just tell me, "Oh my God, it was this," so, you know. 
cool, thank you, but I don't want to want to like I don't want to. Hey, so what did you think? Because I don't want to know what you think. Right. I know what I think. That's that's okay for me. Right. It's not perfect. We it is my first time, you know, my first rodeo for this kind of stuff, and I'm just excited to to learn as I grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I'm my own worst critic. So when I watch it and hear it, I'm already critiquing myself. Right. So I don't need to hear anybody else's critique. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. And, and I'm, I'm the same way. Like I haven't, come on, I've been in the industry over 30 years. I have not made one phone call to any executive, to any producers or music people to say, Hey, what do you think? A good friend of mine, she has a podcast. I talked to her about it, like doing a podcast right before we did it. And she's like, Mike, you should do it. You should do it. But I have not told her or I even called her. No, I, I, I know she knows I did it because she liked one of the posts I did. So okay. I know she know I did it. But I haven't talked to her. And I've talked to her a couple of times since then. But we haven't talked about, you know, give each other opinions. Yeah. Like I even I haven't like she hasn't asked me because she's the same way. She hasn't asked me my opinion on her show. Like because her show is still new. Um and it's a great show. Um I love her show. Um it's her and her friend and they just sit on the couch drinking wine and it's great. Um but we I I, I think we both had the same mindset where <clears throat> we know it's new. We know we're building we you know and I think for us, like we know our what our mission is and our goal, right? Our goal is to, you know, really bring the AV community together yes. and, like, you know, uplift people. Um, and, you know, that's why we're doing two different things, you know, with the One Life brand and the Socialic brand. You know, one is to really inspire and uplift people, you know, to get into, like, real deep conversations like we have now. Not saying this is, this is deep, but we can go deeper. Um, but, you know, the Socialic is to really bring the community together. Um, I what love you your... Can, what you can experience in the AV is Socialic, right. yeah. So... We know that's our goal, right? And obviously, we have to. You have to work at your goal. Mm-hmm. Like no one's just opened their front door, went outside, and they they was at their goal, right? Yeah. There's there's a path, you know. There's struggles. There's up and downs. Like we all know this. Like even like I was saying earlier. On that's the, the beauty of it, right? Because that's what we're preaching. Like you're not perfect. No one's perfect. You can make mistakes. Come on the show. Let's talk about the journey. Let's talk about the struggle. Let's talk about the winnings. Um, and, and that's what this is about is we're just like everybody else. We're just struggling and trying to, you know, find our way. Right. And that's perfect. That's why we're doing this because we're just like you y'all. <laughs> no, hey, a hundred percent. And this is why I love having conversations with people. Um, this was why I love like that me and you partnered up because now, you know, I have you where I can talk to like, you know, the other day we had a, was it the other day? Um, or last week, we had a deep conversation. You got me emotional, too. I did. She got me emotional, y'all. And the next Barbara Walters, yo. <laughs> I want to do another I want to do another show. I'm going to put it on the radio right now. I want to do the good, the bad, and the ugly about weddings. Okay. Someone gave me that title, a friend of mine, and I was like, you're so amazing. Because I get to see it all. Mm-hmm. Vendor, That's vendor site, view site, a viewpoint, client viewpoint, um, and it's like it's being able to not ex- I want to say expose, but like being able to show what it's really like. Like a lot of times, I feel like you know we're talking about the positivity and and helping people. People don't realize what 
we professionals go through. Mm-hmm. And it's just to bring that to like, hey, you know, we've, we're dealing with the gas inflation prices just like you. We're dealing with the food raises and food costs just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. We have 24 hours in our day just like everybody else. We have families and pets and, and personal needs. Like, I just want to shower, you know, <laughs> take a shower and do my hair and not, you know, like there's so much to that. And I think bringing that realness just like this, like we are real people. And I think people forget that. I think people would look at us like we're a walking business, a walking storefront. And we're not, right. we're not a brick and mortar. We're, we're just like everybody else. And that's what I love about this as well as I want people to feel comfortable to come on the One Life podcast and to come to Socialholic and to, to just come and, and, you know, we go to karaoke. We go do all kinds of. Come talk to us. We want to hear your story. We want to mm-hmm. hear what you what what challenges you faced, how you overcame them, how you got to be where you are today. And I think that's what the beauty is. And that's why we're having like we just talked to Andreas, and you know we're going to be t- talking to some amazing people. We got to talk to Barbara last week, and her story that was just a small little. A little um, chunk of her life story but right. there is so much more that I didn't get to dive into because mm-hmm. of time and I mean we would be there you know all day maybe three days in a row just mm-hmm. to kind of get to everything but I think learning that we're all real people is what is so important you know mm-hmm. and uh, that you becoming emotional I love it because it shows a realness to you right. you know um, I'm not sure if they're going to see when we do different uh, interviews but my goal is to get you to that raw place to get you to to remove all those walls and remove all those bubble wraps that you have around yourself not you specifically I'm talking but like in general a person to be able to feel comfortable and feel safe mm-hmm. to tell your story and to know that you're not going to be judged or ridic- ridiculed but on the opposite you're going to be understood and accepted and embraced and, and, and no, and you're right. And I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I have a lot of walls up, and you, Carlos, and somebody yesterday um, that I was talking to said that I need to be more open um, and talk, talk more about it, right? Because over the last couple of years that I've been talking to people and mentoring people, I've always had. The conversations was always about them, mm-hmm. right? Every now and then, I, you know, obviously I, I have a lot of experiences. I would talk about my experiences, but it was mainly about them, right? Mm-hmm. And someone told me yesterday that people want to hear my story, too, because it's authentic. You know, they can relate to, and and I get it. And It's I, a survivor I, story, right? I mean, well, it's a survivor story. So, it's, oh, survivor. it's like you went through hell and you made it back. But I'm still going through it. Like, yeah. there's... Like, there's no destination that you're going to be 100% okay. No. So, like, I'm still going through there. And, like, and that's why I said earlier on that people look at me and they say, you know, I, and I, I get this a lot. Um, they always like, Mike, how do you keep it together? And this is a true story. Yesterday, and I was sharing this with Diana and uh, Jessica yesterday. I even showed them a text. So, yesterday, this, this girl reached out to me um, that I haven't talked to in months and I've known her for about 15 years and I've always was there for and helped her and just supported her, um, and all her decisions. Right. And, um, like few months ago, I felt like she did me dirty and like, I've been trying to help her for so long and it's like, 
she wasn't listening, and I do feel like sorry for her and bad for her, like everybody, you know. I want everybody to be happy. But yesterday, maybe it's been about four or five months, and but yesterday she sent a text, and it was right after I left the house, and I was already in a mood, mm. right? So I think for me that was a little eye-opener as well because I was just leaving the house, just got in my car, and I got the text, and it was more one of those feelings like, okay, I'm not the only one going through shit, right? So, but I didn't respond to her mm-hmm. because I needed to, one, get change myself, mindset, yeah. I need to change my mindset because I didn't want to say anything to her that was going to be offensive or, you know, mm-hmm. like just on down the wrong path. So, and like how they always say, if you're not good, how are you going to help somebody else? Right. So I needed to get myself good and out of a bill move and i actually responded to her this morning <laughs> or was it late last night i can't remember but anyways um she like the text she sent me was like hey i'm still struggling and you know i really need your help please help me and you know it's like one of those things where for me people have to take responsibility for their actions sounds and like be, you became a crutch yeah mm-hmm and if you're not, and you need to crutch some right now, sometimes, right? No, I mean, and that's true, and I, and that's something that I got to learn to do, right? I gotta, because I, and you're hundred percent true. You could have been like, actually, I was know, gonna text you and say I need help. Can you help me? Right. Because <laughs> I'm but going through it too. We we've talked about this like with my ex, right? And I think a lot of people. Now I'm gonna say a lot, but there are a few people out there where they go through things and they know they can call Mike, mm-hmm. and. Me and you've had this conversation. My ex is the biggest one to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, she does so much, but she knows she can always call me, and I'm always going to pick up the phone. And that's something that I have to learn to not do. Yeah. You know, um, because I love people so much. I love helping people so much. Um, it's one of the things that is a flaw of mine that I know i got to work on where I put everybody before flaw, me. Though. It's not a flaw, though. I think your heart's in the right place. Um, and, and, and obviously whatever they do with your assistance, that's a reflection on them. It's not a reflection on you. And I told you that, but you have to, obviously there's, comes a point in time that you need to put yourself first and not that's, that's not selfish. You know, you, you can still help people, but I think choosing the people that want to help themselves, it's not about giving hand out, it's hand up, I, I believe that's a better way to look at things. It's like, if someone is like, I'm going to put the work in, like, for example, I need to lose 35 pounds and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of, you know, like I hate dieting. I hate working out, but I need to do that. So I joined 24 hour fitness. Now I've been busy. So I've been going um, this last week, but I started going every day for like four days a week, getting in there, having friends in there that can be an accountability partner so when I go to them and say, guys, I really need help, it's not like I just came out the blue and was like, I need help. What do I do? I'm putting in the work. Right. I joined the gym. I'm going. I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I'm there and I'm trying and I'm fighting through the the feelings of I don't want to be here. Um, I started doing intermittent fasting. I'm trying to watch what I eat. I'm trying to cut out sugars and drink more water. So I'm making choices. I'm changing things that I normally would do. I'm making my own path or act, taking a plan of action, and then I'm going to people and saying, I need help. That's a different type of asking for help because I've put in place 
already things to like hopefully get me to where I want to go. That's what I, I say when someone comes to you and they're like, all right, so, you know, I lost my job. I've already been submitting, like I submitted 60, you know, my resume 60 times. I've applied. I went here. Here's like, look, what more can I do? Can you help me? That's a different. That's different. That's like, yeah, I can help you because I see you have tried to help yourself mm. and you need something. Right. But someone that's just saying, I need help. I need I need you to do this. Pay this for me and help me here. And they're not doing anything to right. help themselves as well along with the help from you. Then that's when I'm like, you need to analyze that and see is that truly a spot that you should be helping mm. a person that you should be helping because they're not willing to help themselves so in six months a year you might not hear from them and then when they start hitting rock bottom again guess what you're the person they're going to call because they know that you'll always be there for them mm. they don't have to do shit all right but if you make them accountable and you have them all right well i'm not going to give you this but i'm going to show you how to what are they what's that saying you know you can't force a horse to drink water or whatever like that whole saying, like, you have to lead them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. I can't that. remember the whole way it goes. <laughs> but that's the same thing. Like, you can't just give them it. You right. have to show them how to. Or teach a man how to fish and he eats the rest of his life. Mm. Give him a fish, he eats that one day. Whatever right. that. I'm horrible at quotes, by the way. Right it's now, like telling a joke and I tell <laughs> the wrong part. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, but, no, like, that's exactly what I'm saying. You need If you want to help, fine. All right, well, here's numbers to call to get help. Mm. That's, you know, there you go. I lost my job. Okay, well, have you tried going to, um, you know, going to the unemployment office? They have job listings. Oh, I saw so and so, so and so and so and so hiring. You should apply there. But instead of saying, "Here's money," or oh, "Come stay with me," like those things like that, that's the kind of stuff that you have to be careful with. Mm-hmm. No, I know. And we, we again, we we talked about this before, and you know, and I'm always going to say the same thing that everything you say is 100 percent correct, and it's just one of those things where. I'm just bad at taking my own advice. Right. Right. I mean, and I think there's a lot of people out there like that. And, you know. Well, therapists are known to be the most depressed people, and yet they're out there. I know. Giving, you know, therapy. And that's that's crazy to think that. But it's the truth. Marriage counselors, their marriages are failing. Exactly. But they can give you the best advice. Right. So it's not like you're alone in that. Everyone is hard taking their own advice. You you know, like, so for instance, um, with my ex, right? Like we we've talked about it, and there's a deeper conversation that, that I'm pretty sure at some point we'll get into. And but the reason why, like for her, right? Me, the reason why I always help her is because one, everything that she's been through as a child wasn't her fault, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand that, and I always tell people like, you people don't typically wake up being an asshole like it comes from somewhere and if you take the time and put in the effort to get to know somebody then you can kind of understand them so like for like her like when I first met her I took the time to get to know her and, and she had so many walls I was the only person she let in and we've had this conversation like the, you know those late night conversations where you're talking and the sun comes up me and her had so many of those conversations to where she would cry and she would tell me like, and she'd be the first person to say, and she's told me this on numerous occasions that I know I'm fucked up. I know I need help. I just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've seen her try. 
And I think that's why I still help her. Like what you were saying earlier, I've mm-hmm. seen her put in the effort. I've seen her try. And for the fact that she kept coming back to me saying, hey, I'm trying. Like, I just don't know what to do. Like, the thing she, is, when she's gotten to a good point in her life, you're forgotten. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. That's So, yeah, you did your part. You helped. You did your what you had to do. And, you know, they say not everybody you meet in your life or who is in your life is meant to be there forever. Right. She was a chapter in your life, and you need to go ahead and flip that page and get to your next chapter. Right. That people that you meet, and in, in you know, they could have been a part of your life, a very important part of your life, in 10, 20 years, they may not be there anymore. You know, and that's that's a real life thing, um, and that's something that you have to, you know, think about is that she might have met her part in your life, and that you need to go. The thing is, if you get in a new relationship with somebody, you that kind of stuff can't happen. Can't happen, right? So she, you might as well start training her now. Well, I mean, I have, and I and I've been good over the last couple of months, and that's that's another example of you know, I kept myself in, like I allowed her to put me in a box, mm-hmm. right? And that's, I've I've learned to get out of that box. I really have over like from the last thing she's done. Like I think that was. Definitely an eye opener, and we talked about that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was my eye opener. Like, you know what? I'm getting out of this box. Yeah. And I think I have, and I and I haven't haven't looked back. Um, and, and and I could be a thousand percent honest. Where I know a lot of us always say, like, yeah, I'll do this. Like, if something happens, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Like, so for instance, if she called, like. How am I going to react? What am I doing? Right. I can say, well, I'm not going to answer the call or I'm going to be good. We really don't know until that Mm -hmm. moment happens. Right. Because we don't really know the mindset we're going to be at in that moment. Right. Of course, like right now, I'm saying I'm not going to even if I take her call, I was like, I'm still done. I'm still over. Do you write stuff down? Do you journal? Um, I used to be really good at that. I haven't like maybe in nine months. I mean, it might be a good thing to kind of have something like I have something hanging in my bathroom wall, just reminding mm. me that I am worthy and that I am beautiful and mm. I am worthy of everything that is uh, of every blessing coming my way. Um, just little things to remind myself of what I don't want to accept anymore, what I want to bring into my life, manifesting good things. Cause obviously if you talk negative, that comes too. Mm, so right. you talk nothing but positive. And I think that's helped to remind me of what I don't want to accept again, or, or, you know, in your case, maybe put down that I will not allow myself to be, you know, used or, or unappreciated. And I think if you daily are looking at that, when that phone call comes, it's going to be more in your mind like, hey, mate, wait a second. Right. I remember how this makes me feel or this person makes me feel, and I don't want to feel that way again, so delete or mm. or ignore. Or, hey, sorry, I don't have time, you know, unfortunately. And I think that would help that visual. You know, they say, you, you I don't know, I learn by hands-on mm-hmm. for me, but I know people learn different ways and visually hearing hands-on, like, the the more ways you try and and the more way it becomes a routine and you know this 21 days right but if you read it and you see things like i am worthy of love i do deserve the type of life i want you know you'll slowly start to push that kind of behavior away no and and you're right um again you're always right dan (laughs) 
Don't tell my husband because he's Lysol. <laughs> he's 99% right. I'm 1%. <laughs> Mike, she's always right. <laughs> no matter what, she's always right. No matter what, she's always right. No, your, your husband is definitely cool. I, I love your husband. He's super, super cool, dude. But um, you I are right. I can't wait till he comes or you come over our house and hear his music, though. I know I'm throwing that out. Totally rabbit trail. Sorry. It just so was good. there. No, we, we're going to make that happen. Um, but to, so back on that, I think, like, for me, and because you touched on this um, last week about, um, like, me loving myself, right? Yes. I don't, like, for me, like, I know my self-value. I do love myself, right? I don't, I don't think, like, that's a question in my mind. I think my... I don't want to call it a flower issue, like, but I love helping people so much. And I think that's because of how I was raised and how I was, you know, brought up, you know, just around such a lot of negativity. Like you don't want people to experience what you experience. Exactly. And I, I like, and but I'm, a I'm lot pretty of people sh- feel that way. No, I know. I, I absolutely know that. Um, and that's why I try to, you know, have these conversations with people, right? Like, for instance, yesterday, I actually met this uh, lady yesterday, yesterday morning, and um, we had this great conversation. And um, and this is why Carlos was telling me, he's like, Mike, that's why you need to have these conversations on the podcast. And I was like, I know, right? But when you meet somebody, like, you just don't pull out can, your phone. Can you come? <laughs> like, <laughs> hold hey, up for a second. Hold on a second. Let's go back to my house. Let's go back to <laughs> the studio. Record this? record this. But we had this great conversation, right? And she she lives out here in the AV. Um, she just moved out. I hope she don't mind me uh, talking about her. I won't say her name. Uh, but uh, she lives out here in the AV. She just moved out here two years ago with um, her two teenage daughters. And she was, she's been in the um, military for 14 years. She's retired now. But um, she's struggling with things to do out here, right? So I was telling her about you and, you know, how, you know, you get with women and, you know, women empowerment and you bring a community together because, you know, she wants to start her own business, right? So I said, well, what's stopping you? And she said, well, when I talk to people like you, I get motivated and all that, but then I go home and then I get in my head and she mm-hmm. says, you know, I start getting depressed and I don't want to do it no more, you know? And I said, well, what, what do you think the solution is? And because, and, you know, again, this is just part of a conversation where I walk <laughs> people through it so I was like what do you think the solution is she was like you know honestly because I'm in the house with my daughters 24 hours a day she was like I just need to get out I said exactly you need to get out that environment because in that environment is is you know not to say it's depressing but it's that energy is that you don't have the motivation or anything like you only have it when you're outside and you're talking to people when, when you're at home you're just by yourself with your kids and there's no one there to inspire you, motivate you. So yes, you need to get out of your environment. You need to meet people in the community. So I was telling her about your monthly uh, cocktails and convo thing. You know, I said, you need to go to that. You need to start meeting people because she had great ideas of what to do. And I was like, that's why I was like, well, what's stopping you from doing it? Like, just do it. But she was like, it was, she stuck at home. I was like, that's why you get out again, get out of the box. Yeah. Get out of your environment. Like, just go do it. And, it's hard for people to do that, though. It you is. Because um, she don't know nobody out here. She don't have no friends or family out here. So, you know. Um, and that's the first step is networking. And networking right. can be um, very scary. Yeah. You know, when I came out here, I was network went to networking. Not really in the AV because they didn't do much here. But I connected with somebody in Valencia. And so she was like the be-all of networking. So she was like, oh, we're doing a networking event in L.A. Come out. We're doing networking on Valencia come out. So I was just like, okay, I'm coming. And 
you know, get a drink in my hand because that was my liquid courage. Uh, shout out to Liquid Courage LA. So <laughs> <up> um, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, like liquid, that was what I needed to kind of get that little spark of courage and uh, just say, hey, I'm Diana. And, and then they were like, what do you do? And I'm like, what do I do? I don't know what I do. Um, let me see, you know, brain think, you know, like it, it's it's natural. We go through moments where we're like blank and, and it's like, what do you say? No one wants to hear what I have to say. That's not true. And it's like, I, I used to talk to myself in the car. I would sit in the car, going to network, and for, like, the first 15 minutes, I'd be sitting in my car, like, just talking myself into walking in that spot to network with people that I have no clue. And then you go in, right, and there's people that have known each other for months, years, God knows how long, and they're all just vibing, and you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be so awkward if I go up to them and be like, hi. But eventually they get to know you, and then the next network can make sure they remember you, and it becomes easier, and then... Next thing you know, you're doing your own network mixers. And <laughs> so here we are, you know, but like it's taking that first step. And I remember my dad used to tell me, feel the fear and do it anyways. Mm. And um, it's such a true statement. Like you, it's okay to be scared. It's natural to be scared. Hi, go, hi, Casper. Casper um, interrupting the show. <laughs> and it's okay to be scared, but you just can't stop there. You but have you, to keep moving. But you know what? I, I still get nervous. Like, so last night, um, I was supposed to go meet with Glenn and, you know, on Thursday nights they do this cigar thing. Right. And when I, when Al told me he wasn't going, like he was going home, like I got nervous because I didn't really know Glenn. I met Glenn a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't know like all the people he was doing it with, you know, um, and he had pre-told me that, you know, a bunch of business guys that he ain't just hanging around with and do the cigar thing. And I was like, okay, cool. And like, just listen to jazz and. But I, I still get nervous. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because it's like I'm so sociable. Like you're I, a newbie to, r- the, right. to their group. To their group, then, right? You know. But it was cool because when I was walking down the boulevard, I ran into the, to Jess and um, uh, Diana. And after we had our conversation, you know, I, they was asking me what, what I was supposed to be doing. I said, well, I'm supposed to go over there. And I, so Jess was like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it made it easier that I actually walked over there with somebody. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know. Um, and I've been doing networking for, oh, my God. I get years. nervous even at my own events. I do. Because right. it's, it's, it's a, lot of, um, a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to, to be, you know, be able to be social with everyone that comes and talk to everybody. And there's people that I don't know. And, and, and it's like, it, it is nerve-wracking that it's going to be a, a good time. My, mm. my nervous now is more about, is it going to be fun enough? Is people going to have right. a good time? Are they going to network? Is enough people going to show up? You know, I think that's my biggest fear now is if I'm even going to have a turnout. Mm. Um, but even, you know, I'm, I'm trying to now um, reach out to different markets. So, like, my goal is to, to start developing uh, eventually events in the Ventura area. I'm nervous, like. I'm going to be meeting new people. I'm starting all over again. So mm. I get it. I get it. Totally get it. But I don't, I just, I see what I want. I know what I want in my life. I see myself in 5, 10, 15 years. And I know that in order to get there, I have to just step over all those nerves and keep it. And you got to get out of your box. I got to get out of my box. I don't like saying box. I like circle. circle. I feel like box is a, it's too many like edges. I want a circle. But well, I get what the concept today is the box. But normally in life, I'm like, I thought out, I thought outside the circle. The circle has no ending in it. But boxes have like 
sharp turns. I know, but that's why it's bad to be in a box, right? Because yes, so. they have those sharp edges. And did you get stuck on my you, mic cord? You, you need to get out. You need to get out of out of it. So, so what what advice that what advice should we we give people um, that they struggle to get out of the box? Um, because it it is hard. Like when you're struggling with something, sometimes people don't know what to do. I mean, and it's easy for us to say, do this, do that, right? But it, it's still, it's hard sometimes yeah. to even take those first steps. Even though we know what to do, right? It's, it's hard to take those first steps. I don't know. Like really, you have to really want it. And you, you know, know what? That's, that's Until that's, you really honestly can be honest with yourself, like I just had this conversation last night to myself about <laughs> losing weight, right? And this is a big deal for me. Like, are you freaking kidding me, Diana? Like, you can't get to the gym. You can't, like, I, this whole week was an ex- Well, I don't feel good. And I had heat stroke from Saturday. So going to the gym was really not going to happen this week. But next week, I'm like, on my calendar, I'm going. No one's stopping me. And I'm I'm talking to myself, and it's like I I have this outfit hanging in my bedroom, really cute like bathing suit, and I haven't been able to get into it. And I was working on getting into it six months ago when I wasn't 35 pounds overweight. Now I'm 35. I'm like, oh man, I'm even farther from my goal. But I looked at it and I was like, really, like you know what you want, you know what you need to get there. You're the only person stopping you. It's you. You're your own problem. And so I think you have to want it. You have to want it bad enough that nothing stops you. And until you get to that point, anybody and everybody can tell you, you should do this and do that and go on Google and, you know, write down your manifestation list. But until you are, you want it, there's nothing that anyone can do. So you have to be honest with yourself, I think, and really talk to yourself. I think talking to yourself is healthy. I mean, sometimes they your yourself answers back. I don't know. That's a whole other story. But um, for real, like honestly, talk to yourself and be like, "What do I want?" And and like I said, baby steps. I just said baby steps. Sometimes taking that cold turkey jump is hard. I get that. So, what's one small step that you could take in that direction? You know, Rome wasn't built overnight one small step and then you achieve that step and that's like a win so celebrate that win and then what's the next step after you get that first step what's the next step to get you so that your friend who wants to open her business okay well has she researched her business and how it would be here in in the navy is there a need for it here in the navy yes okay where and what's her main her main audience who's the client she's trying to reach She's trying to reach, you know, women under the age of, you know, in the in the age range between 18 and 35, then you're going to need to make sure you're in an area close maybe by the mall or, you know, talking to those type of, you know, get involved with, you know, they had just had the, the women, AV Women's Council tea, that kind of stuff. Get with the real estate groups, get into those kind of groups that are with that age range. Mm-hmm. Because you need to meet that. But those are steps that you can take. Start following people on Instagram in that group range. Right. What are steps you're taking to get you to that goal, that end goal? The end goal might seem forever away. 
and that's okay. But there's steps that you could take to get you there. Right. Um, you know, I have goals. I have five. I have two, five, and a ten year goal. My ten year goal it seems like outside this world. I don't. It doesn't seem achievable, attainable to me. But because I know I'm taking steps, I know I'll get there, and I'm driven. But getting to where I'm at today. Those, those were goals and look at I'm here I'm I'm you know I'm not perfect I've you know I've made mistakes I, I'm still going through challenges I mean every freaking where I go someone's like handing me a bill and telling me I owe this and I'm like oh my god can I just can I just relish in my reward for a moment right but, but that's you, it is but but see just what you just said um, is 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 correct because like what you was just saying earlier you have to be honest with yourself right yeah. so Going back to the, the friend of mine that said she needed help, right? So when I responded to her this morning, that's exactly what I told her, you know, because she was like, Mike, how did you do it? Um, and <clears throat> I said, well, first, you got to be honest with yourself and you got to really want it, right? Yeah. So when, when I say that you got to be honest with yourself, it is talking to yourself and mm-hmm. accepting responsibility. And this goes back to our, our conversation we had on the last show about acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have to take responsibility and accept responsibility for your actions, not what someone else put you through, because you shouldn't allow, you know, someone else's actions to put you in any mm-hmm. sort of mood, right? Even though I, I failed at that yesterday. But but you caught it. But exactly. That's the difference. And that is the difference, because I accepted my response, mm-hmm. my actions, right? And I was honest with myself. And it, even with a lot of the things that, you know, I, I struggle with, I a lot of people don't see this because I never talk about it. Um, but I talk to myself all the time at home. You know, I get emotional <laughs> when I'm here by myself. and But I'm always in my head thinking about it, saying, okay, I know what it is. Like, I know what I'm going through. I know what I did wrong. You know, I know what I want. I'm being honest with myself. Mm -hmm. So it's easier, once you're honest with yourself, then it's easier to now make this playbook that I always talk about and do these things. Like, so yesterday I went for a walk, right? It was easy for me to do that because I'm honest with myself, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. And I'm not putting the blame on nobody because every action that we take every day is our choice mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. get out if you wake up and get up get out on the left side of the bed that's your choice you just like out if on you right. let someone put you in a mood exactly it's a choice that's because a choice. you let someone steal joy and i don't think there's a day that we don't all have that happen right. but we make the choice and we make acknowledge it that shoot I just, you know, because I mean, you know me in driving. I'm an aggressive driver, and someone cuts you me are off, like you, or rides my ass. I'm like, you motherfucker, and I'm like, I am literally allowing this random person who could is going to drive away in about two point five seconds affect me. They're controlling my your mood. life. I'm getting my ass off a heart attack. Controlling yeah. my life, and I think once I have started to talk to myself about that, I I tried to I started to notice that I'm like, you know what. Not worth it. I was in a great mood five minutes ago, and then you came along, and I let you know, uh, uh-uh. uh, right. And that's what I mean. I used to to the the driving. I hate driving. I, it used to be the point where I would put on Christian music when I drove because I felt like I wouldn't cuss somebody out listening to God's music, and it didn't help. Mm-hmm. 
I was singing along, <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> and then back to like Jesus. <laughs> so, you know what? I was like, let me. Let, but I gotta figure something else no, out. No, but this you ain't know working. And, and and that's great because even like when you were just talking about baby steps, right? When I used to have to commute to um, um, Studio City every day, um, this is when I had to commute to Studio City every day. Um, I used to tell myself, you know what? I know as some, I'm going to cuss some people out today, right? But I used to give myself a number. I said, you know what? I'm only allowed to cuss three people out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that kind of helped because then I picked That's and cool. chose. I picked and chose who I wanted to cuss out because I only have three. So <laughs> I'm like, dang it. And that got me down to not even like I'm so I have so much patience in traffic nowadays. Like it's crazy. Like I don't even pay attention to people no more. But that helped me, though. I said, you know what? I want to go and cut three people out today. <laughs> so it is true that we, we definitely got to be honest with ourselves. We have to really want change when we want change and we want to get out of the box. We have to want it, you know, and, and I think that's the first step. You know, you have to want it and then you have to be honest with yourself about what exactly do you want. Then you have to go after it, you know. I think it's very important that we all understand that we all are dealing with this every single person in this world and we all have one life to live Damn. and we're all just trying to figure it all out. So I think that's what I think you should take from it. This is that we're all, we're all just trying to figure it out and none of us have the answers, but we can give you what's worked so far for this part in our journey of life is like you said, the baby steps, um, loving yourself, speaking positivity into the air, into the world, into the environment you're in. Um, those are all just, I think, very important tips. Right. And, and, and knowing that there's people out there like you that's willing to talk to you and help you like us. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, if anybody Just as a mess like you, but we're willing to like, right. let's be messes together. And so, <laughs> so if anybody, you know, ever wants to talk or, you know, just have something that you're struggling with and you just want to talk about it and just, like I said before, vent, I mean, inventing is okay. I, I really feel a lot of people don't like people venting to them, but I give people a certain amount of time to vent. Like if it's 15, 20 minutes, yeah. because I think that's important because a lot of people hold things in and when you hold things in, there's always going to be an explosion. Oh, yeah. And the longer you hold it in, the bigger the explosion. So I do allow people to vent. It, it, I tell people all the time, if you need to vent, call me. I, I'll give you that 10, 15 minutes. But after that, we're going to have a healthy conversation. I think people feel embarrassed and they feel like people don't want to hear what they have to say. And, mm -hmm. oh, I'm just being overdramatic or I'm being overreacting. Or, and, and the truth is, like, you know, you matter, you value, your life is valuable. I know a lot of people hold things in and then sometimes mm -hmm. they take their own life. And I think that's the saddest thing to hear is, right. you know, I, like I had a friend who, who committed suicide a few years back and I had, hadn't talked to her in a while, but like a week before she messaged me on Instagram and I was like, Oh my God, how are you doing? I miss you. And, and I didn't, couldn't tell that she was struggling, you know, mm -hmm. how are you doing? I'm good. I didn't read it. I didn't see it that way, and it, it affected me when I found out um, the morning of. I was like, I just talked to her, like it was everything was fine. Like what happened, and and so I feel like 
it's okay to be vulnerable. And this is why I told you, like, this is great that you put the walls down Mm -hmm. because nobody should ever get to that point. You always have a place to talk. Um, someone, you know, you always have a, a, what I want to say, like you're important. You should always have film like you matter enough to have somewhere to talk, someone to talk to Mm. and tell what's going on in your world. Even if it's just like, Hey, I'm struggling with my business. Um, I know that's my biggest thing is like, you know, as an entrepreneur, we are faced with so many battles and, and so much, you know, our head space isn't always good. And I know I can account uh, on my, I can't even count on my two hands, how many friends I know that own their own business that are going through it, um, mentally and physically and emotionally. And we still get up every morning and put a smile on and we walk around the world like everything's perfect. Mm. Um, so knowing that this, there's a safe space for people to be able to come here and share their story, I think is a blessing. Um, I think your podcast, one, our, our podcast, your podcast, one life is going to make some huge movement and i think that's amazing and 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 i and i, and I, I hope it do um and, and i'm grateful for you i'm grateful for carlos um for my team um because we are doing something incredible and this is another thing where i am opening up i am trying to be more vulnerable and, and take down some more walls because i need it as well you know there's there's been times where you know i'm older now and sometimes i'm like you know what i'm a and I, I, I hate to say this, but there's been days where I said, you know what, I'm okay if I don't wake up tomorrow. Like, Aww. you know, um, but I feel that way too sometimes. Like, we, we all go through it, right? But it, this is why yes. I say I love talking to people because when when I talk to people and I'm helping them and someone tells me, hey, thank you for that conversation. You really helped me that day. That helps me so much. Like, so that's why even like when I was telling you about the feedback, going way back in the beginning of the show about the feedback, it's like, yeah, I know like sometimes our show is all over the place. Sometimes I know we're, we just randomly talking, but you know what? It's okay because- I think in common conversations though that you have with friends, there's not structure. There's not. And that's what I love about just having a, a free freestyle conversation because we're just talking things through, right? It's not structured. I don't want it to be structured. I want I want our conversations with me and you and me and anybody that calls into us just to have a conversation and just hopefully at the end of it, there's a takeaway. I love and, that you said called into it too because I want the audience to know that we are available for phone calls no we are which is awesome so you know if you're in atlanta or you're in you know you're traveling and you're like hey yo i just want to talk that's the great option is that we have that availability Mm -hmm. with this podcast to to talk to anybody anywhere even if you're sitting at home in lancaster next door to us um and you're just like i don't i don't want to get dressed i don't want to i just want to talk like hey because between the both of us you and me, Mike, and, and I'm sure Carlos can chime in it the next time. There is so much in our life story that we have experienced that, and like you said, you know, you were told to do this because people need to hear your story. You know, we've both had childhood trauma, um, you know, grew up on the streets. I ran away from home at 16, never went back. I have domestic violence in my life. I have, there's so much in my just in my story alone, on, and then adding yours, and, and God knows what Carlos has to bring to the right. table. We have so much that we can 
just look at you and say, hey, we survived. Right. You can too. Exactly. And this is how we did it. It may not work right. for you, but to hear that there, you are not alone and you have a safe place to talk is going to be momental for some, or has it, how does he say that? Monumental for some people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people need to know is this podcast is not just about business and it's not just about Antelope Valley, even though we are here in the Antelope Valley, it's to help everyone and to everyone to have a voice and to have that positive outlook on your one life. Right. And, and, you said it perfectly. I mean, I don't even have nothing else to ask you. Um, but <laughs> That's it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I do want to say, yeah, if, if anybody wants to call in, we do have a number of 747-999-8021. Again, 747-999-8021. Or you can reach out to me at on IG at One Life um, Brand or reach out to Diana on IG at Socialholic TV. And the one life, though, you get to make note that it's the numerical one. Yeah. N-E life. I know I spell it differently. No, it's cool. <laughs> that Thankfully, was actually it's saved in my IG. So when I say one N and it just automatically pops up, I'm like, cool. But yeah. that is a good thing to always note is that mm -hmm. it is different. And that's what's going to be um, capturing, though, mm -hmm. is because it is a different. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the journey. Um Again, everything is a journey. It's not a destination. Um, right. I'm looking forward to this journey. Uh, again, thank you, Diana, for, for even doing this show with me. And I'm looking forward to having, you know, all these conversations, to take, taking down my wall, because I still have a lot of growing to do. Again, a lot of people look at me and they're like, Mike, you're, you're successful. You're, you got it all. And it's like, I don't. Like, yeah, I've been extremely blessed. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've been extremely blessed in my business and my career, you know, um, but I've done it quietly too. Like a lot of people, they, they don't realize it. Like I'm on my second home. Like, you know, I've, I've, I don't even talk about it, but I, I've been extremely blessed and, but I still go through a lot of shit. I'm still yeah. going through stuff like, you know, but this journey is going to be great for everybody. And you there know. was something that I just read though. And I really would like to say, I mean, I'm going to fuck it up again, but, <laughs> um, God if you're going through struggles, it's because God is preparing you for mm -hmm. something amazing. Absolutely. And that's what I look at. I'm like, man, I'm every freaking time I wake up, there's something new happening. But it's like, what am I expecting? Right. What am I, an easy life? Hey, what do I say? Life is simple, not yeah, easy. easy. So I think and that's what I look at, like, God, man, you must be preparing me for something freaking amazing. Because it, it is, <laughs> it is. You just got to have patience yeah. and just show up every day. And, and like how you were saying, you show up every day and do the work at the gym. And at some point, you're going to start seeing the results. But you show up every day and put in the effort. And that's what life's about. As long as you wake up every day, as long as you're blessed to wake up every day, put in the work. And if you're waking up, if you woke up today, it's because you're job here your gift whatever you are meant to to share with this world is not met or done yet right. you have a purpose so if you woke up today know that you have a purpose today may seem like what the hell but know that you have a purpose yep you're, you're gonna learn something today mm -hmm. that's gonna help you tomorrow yep absolutely well you know thank you again um i know we 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 over an hour on this one but it was a great conversation and i i look forward again to more of these yeah sounds good sounds good 
All right. Feel better next time. We are in the <laughs> elevator. We are leaving the top floor. We're going back down to the lobby. Thank you guys for joining the One Life Podcast. Thank you, Diana. Reach out to us on IG at One Life Brand uh, or Social Holler TV. And we are out. Have a blessed day, guys. <laughs>